Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. This episode is going to be a little bit different because it's Christmas break, it's Christmas season. I didn't really get a chance to prepare an episode of The Boys slash Yuri on Ice for you guys. And instead, uh, once upon a time, I started The Mandalorian and I never really finished it. I watched two episodes and other things kind of popped up. I did a review for the first two episodes of The Mandalorian over on Tumblr. This is pretty much going to be an ex post of those reviews or discussions or whatever you want to call these things. Be warned, the audio is fairly rough. If you can tolerate it, because this is before I had my new mic, if you can tolerate it, great. If not, I'm sorry. And check back in after the holiday season is over. The 4th of January will continue on our regularly scheduled program. And after Yuri on Ice, I might just pick up The Mandalorian again. It's really good. I can't wait to uh, get to the season finale of season two that everybody's talking about. So we're going to play catch up here and you're going to take that journey along with me. And uh, if you've seen The Mandalorian before and you want an excuse to watch it again, well, here you are. I'm your host, TJ. Let's do this thing. So, The Mandalorian. I think I need to preface this by saying what I always say. I'm not a fan of Star Wars, but I'm trying very hard. By saying that, I'm not saying that I don't like Star Wars. I'm just saying that I don't get it. I don't get what a lot of you guys get about Star Wars, that it's so cool. I'm trying a lot. There's like too much lore in this universe, and it's kind of really hard to jump in to this world currently, and I get it. Like, oh, go back and watch the older movies. It's hard. The um, effects on those movies that George Lucas laid on top of everything really make everything really hard to watch and super silly in a bad way. It's hard to get into. And also, I don't have the nostalgia of Star Wars. Com I'm coming at this as that kind of person. So I'm not, I don't hate it straight off the bat, but I, I like fantasy and fighting. I think a lot of this stuff is cool. I just don't get the sparkly-eyed wonder that you guys get about Star Wars. That said, um, The Mandalorian proper. So it's the side of Star Wars I think that we've been wanting to see for a long time. The more down-to-earth side, I'm tired of the fucking Skywalkers. So whenever I see somebody that's not, there's no Skywalkers at all in a place, I'm hype about it. Like, uh, Rogue One, I really like that movie. Not just because the droid was dope as fuck, but because it tied up stuff that I don't, first of all, I don't think they needed to be tied up, but it showed us a different side of Star Wars. And the bits of the Star Wars we do know were treated very well. Like, Darth Vader was terrifying in the movie. That's the first time I've actually was like, oh shit, Darth, Darth Vader is scary. I never got that feeling from him because I always thought he looked so goddamn goofy. Um, You know how Marvel movies have bumpers at the beginning that tell you this is a Marvel movie? Everyone and their mother is ripping that bumper off. Fucking WWE of all people use that bumper. DC Comics has the same Marvel bumper. Disney was like, okay, we need to do something new for the Star Wars movies. They have a really sick bumper that they play before the before the Mandalorian starts. That was the coolest shit. I really like the presentation of this show. They're doing a great job with it. I like all the costumes. I like the special effects. This show is fucking dope. I'm from an outsider, artistic effects perspective this show and everything around it all of its trappings are dope it starts off with the usual starting off point of any kind of fantasy situation right a man walks into a bar just there's trouble afoot this guy is getting picked on by some goons the mandalorian beats the shit out of them and then arrest the guy that was getting bullied. Because you think immediately when you see the guy getting picked on by these guys, oh man, the Mandalorian's a good guy. He's here to save him. No, he's here to arrest him and take his bounty. Because this guy's up to some shit. We don't know what kind of shit, but he keeps saying that he, I have money, I have money. Probably bribery. He probably bribed the wrong fucking person there. Like, yo, lock his ass the fuck up. So he gets caught. Also, this guy is shady. The Mandalorian gets him on a spaceship, and this dude is trying to talk his way out of everything, snooping around the Mandalorian stuff. And he goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to carbonate your ass because you can't stay fucking still. I was, I was going to chill with you and Everything would have been fine, but you gotta go snooping around. And also, the carbonation, <laughs> carbonation, is that what it's called? 
Like putting bubbles in a drink. He got his bubbles put in his drink and it happened very quickly. Like I remember in the other movie, like Han Solo got carbonated and it took him a good long while. And I thought that was death. Like when you got carbonated, that was it. You're dead. I don't know. Are these people dead? I remember that Han Solo got decarbonated. Like he got like thought out. Wasn't it like a big thing? Like, oh man, nobody gets, no, that doesn't happen to anybody. Let me know if that's the case because I, I don't, I don't remember. There was a taxi. This one guy had a, um, a droid speeder come up. There's like a taxi service in this on this random planet. One was a droid speeder that looked really nice, but he's like, I don't want to deal with droids. And it's like, wow, what did droids do to you? One of my favorite characters is a droid, which is the black droid from Rogue One. I fucking love that droid. Uh, he's like my favorite character in Star Wars. Until I saw that one guy that yelled that Finn was a traitor, I loved him afterward. I was like, okay, new number one character. Number two character, this droid. Number three character, Chewbacca. He's like, I don't want droids. So the taxi guy goes, fine, fuck it. Whatever. Here's this shit, broken down, shitty taxi being driven by what I thought was the comedian, Pulsain. Fuck, I cannot remember his name. He does a and d podcast. I don't think it is because he talks a lot faster. <laughs> that comedian is notoriously a slow speaker. And he delivers our boy to his destination. He's like, oh, what are you looking for? He's like, oh, you know, people are fucking up the environment. And I was like, I kind of just stopped and looked at him like, um... Wait, what? It just came out of nowhere. I mean, like, yes, that's true, but where is this coming from? So then that guy got eaten by, like, a crocodile walrus. Crawlrus, we'll call it. And the crawlrus also almost eats uh, our boy the Mandalorian ship, but he's fine. Get the shit out of the bounty he had, by the way. And also, he said he's going to evacuate his thorax, which... That sounds like a painful experience. And he's like, oh, I haven't done it since the last, like, moon phase or some shit. Like, there's a time unit that he that I'm not familiar with. He's saying he has to take a dump or whatever. There's a lot of alien biology going on there that is just like, you know, I don't want to know. If I was told by an alien that he had to evacuate his thorax, I would absolutely give him all the privacy he needs. I don't know what that means or what that's about, but you do you, fam. But yeah, he gets carbonated. Uh, he goes and talks to this really cool-looking dude in a in a bar. Again, it's, there's a mercenary guild, apparently, and there's rules to the way this shit works. Love it. Love me some rules. I brought in all these bounties. Give me the money. And he's like, eh, okay, here's your money. I can barely pay you in regular credits. I can give you Empire credits. He's like, Empire ain't shit no more, pal. And he's like, oh, well, I was told by a friend when this show took place. And I was like, okay, cool. So it's before all of the, you know, new movie stuff. And that's fine with me. Because that seems like an untapped area that I don't understand. And people are just like, read the supplementary materials. Like, once again, I say I say the nay. And you show me this shit in the films or the TV show song or not at all. You do not have the, the luxury of having me care that much to go and read Wikipedia all goddamn night. It lasts for fucking ever. Mandalorian gets a super secret contract. Hey, go pick up this thing. We don't know what it's about. It's some Empire dude is gonna hire you, I guess. He walks through the dirty streets. And they're dirty in a way that makes sense. And he goes and meet with the clearly Empire guy because he speaks with a British accent. A very deliberate British accent, do you know what I mean? He enunciates all of his syllables very clearly. The Empire accent. So he goes in there and he's there's an eye that pops out of the thing to get a gander at him. And it has a, there's like a rusty trail running down from the bottom of the eye. Like, it rains, this thing gets rusty. I was like, yo, this is believable, understandable dirt that makes sense. We also see really busted up stormtroopers, and they're busted up and dirty because the Empire's on the ropes right now. These guys have been through some shit. I mean, especially stormtroopers to survive this long after the Empire has kind of collapsed, they're going to be kind of busted up. So he gets a thing from the Empire guy saying, we want bring the specimen back, dead or alive, we don't care. And I immediately know, okay, this is Baby Yoda, because Baby Yoda's not here yet, and all I hear about is Baby Yoda. This is the problem with, like, spoilers and shit. 
it makes it hard to do anything. Like, for instance, one of my favorite shows has a movie coming out that's based on material that hasn't aired yet and won't air for, like, two years. But that movie's coming out this winter. And it's like, whoa, come on, hold on. What are you doing? And they're like, well, read the fucking books. And it's, I, I really rather watch the animation. I'm a big fan of animation. And I, I'm a big fan of voice acting and all that stuff. And I want to see an emotion, please. No. You will read the books if you want to understand this movie. But I don't want to watch the movie yet. I want to watch it in order. Too fucking bad. Everybody you know is going to be posting screen caps from this, from, from this movie. Everyone you know. And it's like, you can't tell them not to because they're just going to do it. And it's not like, oh, just don't go on Twitter. Don't go on Twitter for the two or three years that it's going to take them to actually catch up with the movie. There's no fucking way. Yeah, it's frustrating. And I wish they wouldn't do that. I'm really pissed off that I didn't get to see Baby Yoda organically. And it's my own fault for not watching it immediately. But I don't want to just jump into something and not know if it's good, you know? So I hear good things about The Mandalorian. I'm going to watch it. If it was like, well, you wanted to watch Riverdale, but it's actually kind of fucking bonkers in a bad way. Then it's like, no, forget it then. I don't want to watch Riverdale. Because I did, because I'm a big fan of Archie. But then you tell me... And it's like, I guess that's sort of Archie, but I'm not saying that it's a bad show. I'm just saying it is not in my age bracket. That's for teenagers and stuff. And I'm not going to take that away from them just because I don't like it. Have at it, teenagers. So I wait to hear a show if a show is good before I jump into it because I don't want to waste my fucking time. My time is, is very limited. I'm pissed off that I saw Baby Yoda because now it's like, oh yeah, Baby Yoda is the asset here. I'm not surprised by this. Um, because they played that ending off as a very big surprise. Oh, the asset is 50 years old. We know that Yoda's aged slowly. Somebody once told me that the Yoda's aged slowly. When they said it was 50 years old, I was like, yeah, 50-year-old Yoda sounds like a child still. Because the Yoda we know is really old, I think, right? Like, super-duper old. So old when he died, he just vanished. That's... <laughs> no, I think that's the force that makes that happen. That you die, you don't gotta deal with funeral or whatever. They're just disappearing or gone. The Mandalorian has a really nice, shiny helmet. And I'm assuming this nice shiny helmet is new because like once you get a piece of this special, I don't know, Mandalorian metal, you can make a new piece of armor with it. The Mandalorian blacksmith looks fucking cool, dudes. Like she is dope. I love her design. I want the show to be about her, to be honest with you. But she wouldn't really leave her little smithy probably. But that design is so dope that I just wish it was that. They wanted to have a more Boba Fetty design so that you follow along with this character and like love them. But I like the design of the blacksmith more. The little horns and the fur cape dope he gets a new pauldron and he's very proud of it and it's like okay that's good i'm you don't know why it's so great that he has this thing but it's like you know what no that's good congratulations dude you you, you know like my husband is supposed to was supposed to have inherited a, a shillelagh from the old country right well one of his uncles or something lost it or sold it probably so now he's not gonna get it i imagine this is like my husband getting his old family shillelagh back so i don't understand the pauldron but good on you mandalorian i'm happy for you i didn't really care about this character until we get more personality out of him we don't get too much personality out of him until he goes and meets the the pig man that lives on this random planet that rides these weird dinosaur fish which by the way the effects on the dinosaur fish are pretty cool they're hideous they're supposed to be <laughs> But the effects look good. The Mandalorian dealing with this fish and being humanized in that way of falling off of it and sucking and going, fuck you, I just want a speeder, goddammit. And he's like, no, I have spoken. By the way, I have spoken is the best way to end any argument ever. Like, next time you're having an argument with kids not fucking listening, like, I don't want to take a nap. You're taking a nap. I have spoken. That's it. He meets up with a droid who's also part of the guild, fending off people who are like, random guards guarding this asset which is the baby yoda this droid is hilarious like it threatens to self-destruct every five minutes and that was like my favorite gag in this show i'm gonna self-destruct you better not self-destruct i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it what are you gonna do if anything goes wrong with that robot's day he's gonna self-destruct you know it's kind of like kid throwing a tantrum only his will explode and take you with it let's split the bounty on baby yoda and he's like eh, i don't think so i'm gonna self-destruct unfortunately he dies and we don't get any more of this robot but i would have loved this robot to stick around for a longer time and it was taco apparently was the was the robot i loved him 
Love that droid. Fifth favorite Star Wars character. Because the, the android was going to kill him. And the Mandalorian saves the Baby Yoda. It took him no time to get to this planet and get Baby Yoda. It looks like, I don't know how many episodes, I think uh, my friend said it's five episodes. But I still see Baby Yoda. New gifts. So he still has that baby. I think he's probably finna to betray the Empire and keep the baby. And do bounties with this baby. So it's like, it's Death Stranding. But the baby gives him no benefit. Like, in Death Stranding, the baby at least helps you see ghost zombies. No, this baby is just really cute. Uh, it reminds me a lot of um, Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan has a baby Hulk at the end of the, of the Old Man Logan comic book. There's also, Jubilee also had a similar storyline in her comic. Like, Jubilee's a vampire, or she was for a little while. Jubilee as a vampire is badass, don't judge me. She adopted a baby that she found on a train. And so Jubilee as a vampire is running around kicking ass, taking names, and being a vampire, all with this little baby strapped to her. And it's awesome. So it's running along that similar veins. The wolf and cub. Wolf and cub type stuff. And I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm actually really excited about that. Also, the ED is awesome with, like, animated concept art from each episode. It looks really cool. And any one of those could be a dope-ass wallpaper. So I'm really enjoying the show. It, it was only a half an hour, but it felt like it was longer in a good way. I can't wait to see where this shit goes. I'm actually really excited and intrigued to see to keep going on to this. It's, you might make a fan of me yet, Mandalorian. Thanks for listening. That was Mando episode one. Woo, I really talked fast back then. But that was because I had to, to try to cram as much information as possible in there, I think, 10 megabyte limit on Tumblr, which is where I was uploading these originally. Sorry about that. It probably is a little bit hard to understand. If I do something like this again, let me know if you ha would rather me slow down the audio a little bit. All right, episode two of Mando. So, The Mandalorian. Uh, I just finished watching, well, not finished. Like, last week I watched the last Star Wars movie, and coming back to The Mandalorian felt nice. The universe is not going to end because of ancient evil. It's just, hey man, a man and a baby. It has a very Western feel, and I think the music and stuff also helps with that Western feeling. And also the environment, the dusty planet, and everything has a little bit of an orange tint. Not too much of a tint, because some shows are guilty of just tinting the whole fucking show a different color. Like, watch uh, CSI Miami. The whole show was tinted orange for some reason. Same thing with CSI New York. The whole show was tinted blue, and it's real distracting. But this show has the color tint comes from the environment, not necessarily a filter they place over the whole fucking show. The Baby Yoda, which we now know his name is Nigel. Calling him Baby Yoda is a bit disrespectful. It's like seeing every black person you meet and calling them, like, Baby 50 Cent. Nah, that's not okay. So I figured, eh, you know, let's be respectful and call him Nigel because that's what Taika Waititi said that they called him <laughs> so it's kind of like uh the asset from the, the movie about the fish fucking which i still have to watch i'm sorry guys the fish fucking movie where the, the asset is called charlie it's very similar to that but we never find out about it in canon or like bakugo's hero name being ground zero even though that's just speculation and nobody's ever said anything and every time they write his hero name in like guy books and shit they just write x's over it so we don't know what it actually is i swear to god it better not be kachan because that's stupid anyway <laughs> brown gorns show up and fight the mandalorian over this baby with his very convenient floating crib. I was like, yo, I would love one of those. You know how convenient that shit looks? One of the biggest struggles in the inner city is taking a stroller on a bus. I never had to do it, but I've watched people have to do it. And it's so, it looks like such a pain in the fucking ass. How about a bassinet that floats? Done. And it even takes up less space because it's not on the ground. It's floating between you and the window. You're fine. The baby's fine. The only person that's inconvenient is the person sitting in the seat where you're standing and the baby is floating above them now. But that's fine. The baby's cool. The baby's chill. The Mandalorian gets hurt and Baby Yoda kind of Nigel comes over and tries to force. You know what? I don't want to spoil the movies. But he comes over and tries to use the force on the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has to keep picking him up, putting him back his bass and that like, hey, stop it. 
get over here. And the baby keeps coming over. And it's really, really cute. I thought that I got tired of the Baby Yoda memes and stuff like that, but fucking God, this thing is cute. Thank you, Henson Company, probably, for producing such a goddamn lovable puppet. Sometimes the puppet's the way to go. You know what I mean? Like, I watched the old dinosaur show, um, animatronic dinosaur show. You look at that and go, damn, this was back then. Imagine how far they've come with this, with this technology. And to see that shit come to fruition is just so good. It's so good. Like, when I'm watching The Witcher and there's a hedgehog man and he looks fucking spectacular, you know, because of the special effects and where we've come, how far we've come with that shit. It looks good. I'm sorry. It looks good. Whenever I see an alien in Star Wars, I'm like, why couldn't have you just made somebody up in this costume instead of having some idiot, you know, CG an entire person? Like, it, it takes away some of the fucking whimsy and really realism from these characters that's why babu frick's the best character in star wars now but the jawas show up and they're, they go straight up leave the mandalorian's fucking ship on cinder blocks dude they take that shit apart and he un indiscriminately disintegrates several of them and my husband mentions like no disintegrations and i was like oh is that is that what they do like mandalorians just have disintegration guns i love that like continuity with the with the lore and yeah watching that gun go off and disintegrate a motherfucker is pretty fucking cool i will say but yeah they took they took his ship pieces and the whole episode is about regaining his ship pieces these episodes are only a half an hour but they feel like they're an hour and i mean that in the best way like there's a lot of information and, and adventure packed into such a small space it's like damn they did a really good job with this and i'm not saying that they crammed a bunch of plot points into a show but they made an adventure feel like it was longer than it did they they made their time worth it there was no wasted motion no wasted time but they again they didn't cram 100 story plots and it followed a very simple a to b to c storytelling progression and it worked really well with the help of i have spoken and the guy wants nothing from him like thank you for just making my valley safe this is i'm just repaying a debt dude you just help me out i'm a, you scratch my back i'm gonna scratch yours i don't need money i don't need payment i don't need to join your crew friends helping out friends and being bros they go get the parts back by defeating a hairy rhino to get a hairy egg that the jaw was they just like hairy eggs man and sometimes when you run a DD session like this DD players will be like oh this is stupid i don't want to go on a fetch quest but then you have adventures like this where you have a plot point of oh shit nigel has the force and he's incredibly strong with it too like he was able to subdue the fucking hairy rhino for a long time the mandalorian gets the shit kicked out of him gets his armor fucked up and he gets all dirty and muddy which kind of cements him as he's a badass but he's not like the most badass motherfucker that ever lived he has to struggle sometimes and that's what we want to see in our main characters i'm just kind of looking directly in the camera when i'm saying that because i mean that about everybody every time you try to make a character and he's the coolest motherfucker in the world you got to give us a reason why that is if you're going to do that sometimes have them struggle anyway not just struggle with lifting heavy things or whatever but struggle mentally struggle emotionally like look at kratos he's a badass motherfucker but he's struggling inside emotionally cora legend of cora did a fantastic job of having her struggle with how strong she is with having struggling with her responsibility struggling with people that want to fuck with her struggling with you know herself the loss of self you know all that shit Cora's fantastic i know season two drags but i feel like you could just skip it like i really feel that you could just skip season two and go to season three and be fine just watch like a summary video of season two on youtube and then go to season three so the mando get this egg which they eat it's a hairy egg which made me go mm, don't like that but again it was a practical egg they didn't fucking cg in a fucking fake egg and have them carrying around a basketball with dots on it the whole time it was great i love this also fuck you java you were gonna leave him after he went out and promised to kill the thing like oh he must have died by now he ain't coming back we're leaving he shows back up with your stupid egg you stupid jawas the scene where he's climbing the, sh the, the their ship and it was really cool and badass and he gets electrocuted and falls down i was like well but it was interesting like yeah you don't win every fight you get into, and sometimes you gotta fucking walk all the way back home with your tail between your legs and go, I need help, and get help. Like, I love this. This is so good. It really makes me feel I'm down with the Mandalorian. I'm his buddy. This is the motherfucker we should have been following. Fuck Boba Fett. This is the motherfucker. They also is a cool building montage of them building his, rebuilding his ship, and I thought it was really cool. Sometimes you don't need a montage. Sometimes 
a montage is dope if it's not just working out. Sometimes you can use montages for other things and it works. Building this ship that took several nights, let's have a montage. And the baby hanging out with the Mandalorian on his ship and they just go on their adventure, they go off into the stars. That right there, that's how you do a pilot. These two episodes could have just been one hour long episode that was a pilot for something bigger and it probably was I, I am sold okay what happens next give me more excellent work and then the concept art at the endings are back and i was just fucking over the moon with this shit i was like yes concept art endings it's just so cool and unique and fun and goddamn, I just want more of The Mandalorian. I, I thought I didn't like Star Wars, but maybe I just didn't like the, the Star Wars that I was being served in the film. Maybe I do, maybe I would like more extended universe stuff. This shit was great. I loved Rogue One, especially as well. So maybe I like Star Wars, just not the mainline Star Wars. I don't know. We'll see as The Mandalorian goes on. Thanks for listening.